let's play a game. As of right now, I just just hit record. Just hit record. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just want to let everyone know if this ends up sounding kind of weird. We're having a lot of technical issues. I, my Wi-Fi is out. Some somebody supposedly, uh, according to <clears throat> AT and T, has hit a pole or something, and my Wi-Fi has been out for the last several hours. And uh, I'm up to like ninety percent on my other data plan, so I'm not paying for that. So uh, this is actually all done via a phone call. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's gonna turn out fine, mm. except for when someone <laughs> texts one or the oh, other. Oh shit! You know, what I just got. <laughs> What's that? I just got an alert that Stephen Hawking died. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh! Just, Literally just right popped, now on the just air. Popped on the air. Breaking <clears throat> news! Breaking news! Man, <laughs> I mean, he's been in some kind of bad health for a while, so. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say I mean, the least. For for yeah, a long time. And gosh, he's got to be pushing eighty too. He's he had been seventy six. It yeah. said seventy six. Yeah, so he he lived a long life, and you know he he did way more than what anyone in his position should have been able to have done. So, you know, here's to you, Hawking, wherever you may be. Yeah. No. I think the most notable thing he did was be able to break it down so, like, you know, people like you and me can really understand you right, know, complex right. physics. Yeah, because kind of the... not in my wheelhouse. I did read A Brief History of Time when I was, I don't know, probably 20 or so, you know, trying to be lofty. And uh-huh. and uh, l- largely I uh, I could grasp it when he, like, really started delving into, like, you know, the actual physics behind things. He lost me a bit, but, you know. That's to be expected. I mean, he's one of the most brilliant men ever, and I'm, you know, I'm Blaine J., uh, you know, man about town or whatever. I'm just like, you know, guy. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, good read. I recommend it uh, to anyone. I believe he did write another uh, book after that that I haven't read. Yeah, the un, the universe <clears throat> in a nutshell. I own. It's like both books combined into one. I see it on my bookshelf right now. Right on. Yeah, it's a good little book. Well, that. That sucks, but unlike some of these other celebrity deaths within the last couple of years, you know, he was, I don't want to say he had it coming, but I mean, <laughs> the man was pushing 80 and he had yeah. serious health problems. I was surprised that he lived as long as he had, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who else died? Oh, no, that was, I just uh, put my phone in the charger. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> want to make sure we have Sean plenty Connery of and uh, Morgan Freeman, right? And just yeah. like, oh, God. They're... No, no, please Still don't. waiting for that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. yeah, you don't hear much about Sean anymore. I mean, he's in his late 80s, but, uh, yeah, the guy yeah, hasn't, ever since he turned down the role of Gandalf, uh, <laughs> he, he, what did he say? Something like, I obviously don't know what is good in Hollywood anymore, and then he just quit making movies because he, like, turned down the role of Gandalf to do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And, yeah, that's right. And the deal that they offered him, he, it would have uh, doubled his actual uh, total net worth. He was at the time worth about eighty million dollars, and and just off the first movie, he would have made eighty million dollars because they offered him some ludicrous like ten percent or something of profit to be in the film because they knew he was a draw. And yeah, he turned it down. Or that's how I remember it. It's some ludicrous amount of money anyway. 
But yeah, man. Smart yeah. move. So what you been up to? Not much, man. I'll tell you, this uh, my New Year's resolution was just two things, to read a bunch of books and uh, go fishing. And I haven't been fishing, but I have read seven books. Oh, hell. Since uh, January 1st. That's excellent. So, yeah, I can't reading find a time. lot. Cannot find time. That's always like my deal is like I want to read. You know, I used to read uh-huh. just copious amounts of books. You know, I, I still to this day I've got a li- literal, a small, but a, a literal library downstairs. Uh-huh. Um, it's been in the closet for seven, eight years, but you know, I've got five, six hundred books to my name. And uh, yeah, I used to chug those things away, man, two, three a week sometimes. Um, you know, when mm-hmm. I had a lot less to do, but now it's like my time is so finite and trying to figure out what it is I'm going to do with that time. Like book, books and music got pushed to the wayside a long time ago. I'm looking at my dusty ass yeah. guitar over here and, you know, I probably played it three times in the last year and I used to spend hours a day on the stupid thing. And, you know, nowadays it's like if all I feel like doing at the end of a long day is maybe playing a few hours of a video game or watching something on Netflix and then going to bed. Yeah. It's sad. Well, I got some, I got books on tape also. So I do oh, half man. book on tape. The other half is, you know, reading some, mm-hmm. getting it from both areas, but it's, it's good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's taking up some video game time though, which I got to find a balance again, but it's going well. Yeah. I've been really enjoying the, uh, the PlayStation four here lately. Oh, Tell me, do tell. What are you uh, playing? Well, I I played through and beat Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Uh, incredible game, best of the series except four. Uh, if you haven't played wow. it, James, man, it is. An I experience. have not played it yet. I was uh, waiting for this summer, but maybe I'll uh, dive in early. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, Bjorn actually, he happened to be playing at the same time as me, and I was like. Man, if we can get James on board, because I bought my copy for 19 bucks. That's what they sell it at Walmart yeah. now. It's cheap. So, Nothing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking if you could get on board, maybe we could do a show about it soon. He was like, hey, I'm playing through it, and I'd love to be on the show. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. You know, so. Hey, I got spring break coming up in two weeks, so I could just, you know, binge that thing in probably a week, and All we, right, could, we well, could do, we it. can record. It's an accord, so let it be written, so let it be done. Resident yeah, Evil yeah, 7. yeah, you're gonna love it, dude. Uh, okay, good. I absolutely loved it. It, it went down easy. I, I think I, it only took like three days for me to beat it. You know, and I only oh, put okay. a few hours each day, so it's not a long game. I mean, it has a lot of replay value because you can go back through and do all the Resident yeah. Evil-y stuff. And yeah, there's, you know, I played it through. You know, and yeah, wham wham, a baby, whatever. I played through on easy because uh, I just I didn't I didn't want to yeah. have to deal with all the um, you know, typical survival horror yeah. elements of like, oh, I need to be saving ammo, I need to find ammo, I need to do this and that. And even on easy, I won't say it was challenging because I never felt like I was about to die, but there was a lot of times like I was running low on ammo and I was using that yeah. pocket knife quite a bit, you know. But man, yeah, there is some fucked up in- imagery and things that happen in that game. Just really cool, real cool twist in there. L- yeah. Good game, man. Just really excellent. And, and it's and, like way different from like the oh, other yeah. installments, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a total reimagining. Total reimagining. No killing of animals in this one. You know, normally there's dogs or crows or something else that I feel bad about uh, killing, but uh, nothing like that. All humans in this one, and like just these really grossly uh, mutated. Like they almost look like they're covered in tar, uh, like mutants. 
Uh oh, you got an intruder or something going on at your. Party. I know. Hold on, let me put my phone on so I can mute it while this dang dog hasn't no, parked all fine. night. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just worried, maybe you know, something from Resident Evil came through. Uh, That'd be cool. Oh, <laughs> he's still going. Um, but yeah, it really, genuinely, some spooky scares in there and stuff. I I really enjoyed the game overall, uh, but. Like I said, finished it pretty quickly, and then everyone in Discord, you know, is throwing stuff at me because I've been this uh, PS4 virgin, basically, and here, you know, they're all like, oh, you gotta try this, you gotta try that, and it just so happened that a couple of things that they suggest that I play were on sale, so I picked up a, a, a Banner Saga, I think it's called, for like eight bucks, it looks like to be some kind of tactical RPG, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that at some point. But the other one that uh, I grabbed up, maybe you've played through, I got it for $4 uh, digitally anyway, was Life is Strange. Have you played that? I have not. I have played exactly three PlayStation 4 games. Oh, so shit. I am pretty new myself. Just Batman, Final Fantasy 15, and one of the uh, Assassin's Creeds that wasn't very great. I'll be damned. And and Fortnite. Don't forget Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. So you and I are on the same level. I've, I've played about three as well. So, <laughs> But yeah, um, Life is Strange. I haven't I haven't played through it yet. But that's another one I'd love to fucking do a show about. Um, it plays very akin to like all the Telltale games, but graphically it's a lot um, more realism, more realistic instead of that kind of cartoony comic sans looking stuff they got going on in the uh, most Telltale games. This is very very more much more like a like heavy rain in that respect and stuff and then you know it feels like the choices in this as opposed to telltale are a lot more uh uh defining and like will branch into different things more so than telltale a lot of times on telltale it'll feel that way initially and then you get to a certain point in the game and you realize no matter what you pick you would have still ended up at that exact juncture you know um except for maybe two or three choices But there's some, uh, there's some major, look at you, <clears throat> major choices to be made in this game up to and including, uh, uh, like in chapter three, there's a girl that, uh, attempts to commit suicide and, uh, you can either save her or not, but you don't have any, you know, prior knowledge as to whether or not you can saver so and then you there's a mechanic in the game that's really fucking cool um the the main character has the ability she learns late in life you know she's like 18 i think that she can for a brief moment rewind time about 30 seconds or so um uh, yeah and like in prince of persia right yeah kind of like that except like the game starts she's like at this lighthouse and there's this tornado that's about to run into the city that she lives in and you watch it like dig into the city but then she uh blacks out and when she wakes up it's like three days before that and then a series of events happens and she realizes you know and it resets again groundhog day style back to the beginning of where she just woke up and she's like what the fuck's going on and then she realizes that she can rewind time uh, but only for about 30 seconds before it really starts hurting her head and in the instance of when the girl 
is trying to commit suicide. She's trying to jump off this building and you keep rewinding it over and over and you see her like almost splat and then all the way back until it like freeze frames all uh-huh. of like uh, Quicksilver or the Flash when they're moving. You can like see individual raindrops and stuff suspended in air. It's really cool. Yeah. And you can go up there to the, uh, the roof, but because I guess you froze time, your powers are temporarily gone. And so this is the one time I've come to in the game anyway, where if you say the wrong things, if you fuck up, then she kills herself. And uh, without a fact, I, I, I'm pretty proud. Organically, I knew all the right answers to the questions um, with the dialogue prompts and stuff and uh, talked her off the ledge. So I saved the girl. Felt pretty good about that. And, yeah, it's just a really great story-driven game. It's uh, Like I said, it's not so much a game. It's more point-and-click, really. But, man, it, really enjoying it. I'll probably finish it within the next day or two. Uh, and then I don't know what I'll go on to after that, but, uh, yeah, some random other interesting news. I'll run it by you. I don't know if, uh, I don't know. Like everyone knows listening knows that, uh, I collect Sega CD, right? Yeah. And I haven't. I haven't checked it out yet because I'm kind of scared to see just how many there are. And I've, I have a vague rem- memory of this. Do you remember any time in the 90s? I think it was like 91 through 92 or 93. You could buy a CD and it had a little symbol on there that said like uh, CD plus G. Sure. I think I remember something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the deal was, and I, you know, I was aware of it was you could put these things in your computer and they would like play music, music videos yeah. of the music yeah. and stuff. And you might have like some little, little games or little, uh, trivia, whatever, you know, about the band. Yeah. Well, I just learned via another podcast and I haven't confirmed it yet, but, uh, they were looking it up on the internet on this particular podcast. So I was like, okay, it's probably fucking legit. Apparently, those things will also work in a Sega CD and a Sega Saturn. So, if you put that thing in your Sega CD, it will also put up those graphics onto your TV and let you play all the prompts and stuff. So, I don't... Interesting. Yeah, but it made me think... (coughs) Excuse me, still this cold is killing me. Um, Do I need to get those now? Like, should I maybe get all those if there's you know if there's a couple hundred certainly not but if there's like 40 is that does, do those count as games because they work on a console or uh, i don't think so yeah okay i was kind of uh, leaning that way <coughs> and i was i was hoping you'd say that as well because some uh, of these things apparently are really expensive like i know the sound garden one is 40 or 50 bucks um and then there's some obscure ones i'm sure yeah uh, Prince Bat Dance, I know, is one of them that works. So, yeah, I, I really didn't want to. You know, there's already a game for the Sega CD that they put out themselves, that Sega put out, called uh, uh, Modern Paintings of Rock or something like that, and I have it, and that's basically all it does. It plays you, like, some songs from, like, uh, Little Feet and uh, I can't remember, some other, you know, like, bands of that like steely dan or something and then they they have these graphics kind of like a karaoke machine of the era would that appear on your tv and there's even you know the 
the words light up as you go along, and I guess you could sing with it, although to my knowledge, there's never been a microphone that goes with the Sega CD, but there was a unit that was like a karaoke machine that also played discs and Sega CD games. It was really weird, but those things are like several thousand dollars now, so there's no way I'm ever going to get one of those. But Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, okay, well, uh, like I said, that was just like one of the things that I recently heard, and I was like, I'll run this by James, see what he thinks. Uh, I might still pick up a couple of them just to see what they do. Maybe I'll find a cheap one or something, you know, some, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Lenny Kravitz or someone that no one gives a shit about anymore, and and that'll only be two or three bucks, and I can uh, watch uh, Go My Way or whatever, and maybe see some graphics. I don't know that he actually put one out. I just, he was from the era, so... Yeah, let me know how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've got a buttload of CDs that I haven't touched since, uh, you know, like high school type since, era. Since iPods came around, you can yeah. download that stuff? Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. And uh, yeah. I always meant to, like, sell all that stuff to Hastings or something, and then Hastings closed. Yeah. yeah. That's all yours for life. Yeah, no, I've got a, it's a literal suitcase of, I don't know, maybe 100 or 200 CDs or something. So maybe one of those yeah. has it on there, and I can check that out. Speaking of closing, though, uh, Test it. have you gone to Toys R Us? Oh, my God. Is, are the rumors true? Is that thing, is it's Toys done. R Us done? It's done. No way. Yeah, man. All of them are gone. I guess. I The one here, is... like, it went from, like, I was there last week, everything was fine, to Caroline was looking for, uh, God, what was she looking for? Uh, Shopkin that is also nail polish. She saw it on one of her little shows uh-huh. on YouTube and wouldn't shut up about it. And then she was really good one day, and I was like, all right, let's go to Toys R Us. And we went in there, and the shelves were all bare. Everything no. was marked 70% off. They were selling oh the, the shoveling itself. Yeah. I did manage to find the Shopkins. There were still two of them there, and we picked oh, them good. up. But um, and a I few thought other someone things, would but... bail them out. I mean, no. I cannot believe. That's, that's, that's the end of an era, another end of an era. Thought when you know movie rental places were gone, I thought that was the end of an era. But gosh, not Toys R Us. That that really that that hit home for me too. As I was walking around, I was telling her, you know, I want you to remember this toy store. You know, she's four, so there's a chance she might uh, or might not. And I was like, try and remember as best you can because this might be the last time she ever goes to an oversized toy store. Because there, there isn't another one in town. I mean, KB and the mall closed, God, years 12 ago. years ago. Yeah, years and years. Is there um, any more dedicated toy store? I mean, that was it, right? No, that was really gone. it. Uh, I mean, you've got things like yeah. Hobby Lobby and stuff, but those are more for adults. And Yeah. I don't you have a big see section them. in Target and Walmart that yeah, are dedicated yeah, to toys. That, but that's totally not the same. It's not the same. Oh, the gosh. whole store is just all toys, you know, Toys R Us. And, yeah. And it was one of my first jobs. I worked there as a, a kid. I was like, I, I don't know, I guess 18 years old and worked there for a period of about six months or so. And uh, looking uh, back, it was one of the best jobs I ever had, you know. Uh, yeah. Just, God, I remember the one in the one in Vallejo near me. Like, the, the video game aisle was, I mean, I was super small, too, but it was just gigantic. Oh, yeah. Just, like, two full aisles and then, like, a split and then another two mm-hmm. full aisles of just any everything you could ever imagine in video games. And then 
once you're done there, I'd go to the RC cars and I go to the bikes and the action figures. I mean, it was like a whole day. Yeah. Yeah. You could literally just spend all day in Toys R Us. That was the thing. You never wanted to leave. Your parents would be like, okay, we got to go. And you'd be like, oh, I just want to look over here. I just want to look at this. Oh, then the board games. God, I used to go to the board games too. That was beautiful. Oh, God. All, All the playables and stuff. They always had all the, you know, different things were set up where you could actually play with the toys and do things. Yeah. Really cool stuff. You remember they used to have those uh, <clears throat> for the video games and other big ticket items. You used to have to get a tag. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Checkout area. Then, yeah. Yeah. So that you wouldn't, you know, they they wouldn't let you grab the game. They instead, in fr- they no. had a picture of the game and they had these slips the of paper. Yeah. yeah. And you like, there were these big, like, I don't know, they were like twice the size of a dollar and they had the game name and a UPC yeah. on there and you'd have to bring the that up the counter. Thing. And uh, to be able to buy the game, and I, I distinctly remember hiding with a with a friend of mine. He didn't have the money to buy uh, Shining Force Three and Panzer Dragoon Saga for the Saturn, and uh, uh-huh. he had just got a Sega Saturn. We both worked at Walmart. This is actually the year before I worked at Toys R Us, um, and he had just bought one from Walmart. It was a return, and he bought it from them for seventeen dollars. It turned out the only thing that was wrong with it was the power cord. And, uh, yeah, he wanted to buy a bunch of RPGs and it was at the end of its life. So we went to Toys R Us and they had those and he was like, yeah, I want these, you know? And I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. And uh, we, we didn't have the money. So we took both slips and folded them in half and like hit them, uh, underneath some baseball cards (laughs) 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 that we knew no one was going to buy, you know, know, legends of the diamond 1997 or something. And just like put it under the box, the full box, knowing full well, that was not going anywhere. And came back the next week and, uh, fished them out and sure as shit, uh, they had sold out of all the other ones. And, Cause especially wow. Panzer Dragon Saga, that was such a limited release. Uh, yeah. I think it was like 5,000 copies total us. So, wow. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, there's That's... a reason it's a, a grand now. You know? Can't believe it's gone. I'll have to pour out a drink this weekend for it. <laughs> right. One, one for Jeffrey. Yeah. One for Jeffrey. <laughs> that was... Oh That's man! Sad. Yeah, That's sad. It's where I first played <sighs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater, uh, all, all these yeah. games because we we used to in the break room um, any magazines that didn't sell, uh, like gaming magazines, we could uh, open them up and take out the demo disc, and we had a big pile of demo discs in the back with a PlayStation mm-hmm. hooked up, and we could just like play the hell out of those. And there was a demo disc with Tony Hawk in there. Uh, when it first Ugh. came out, and I mean, we just played that first level over and over. And, I mean, <laughs> so many times. Like, yeah, to this day, like you know, and it it only had one song. I think it was uh, Superman, which uh, by uh, I know you're talking about Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens to be one of uh, Brent Cornell's favorite songs, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, anytime I hear that song, all I can think of is that that level in particular of you know. Tony Hawk Pro Skater just flipping around doing Christ airs and other bullshit. Yeah, man. Great game. Mm. Good times. Kind of makes me want to play some Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah, God. Well, I played that. Um, one, one more thing about uh, news for me. Uh, kind of works in the Toys R Us. Last time I was there, I sent you a picture. They had an extra. Uh, or they had three of those Super Nintendo classics. Sure. Yeah. I uh, ended up yeah. buying another one for myself. And then I uh, <laughs> Hacked found it. a kid. Found a kid at school, yeah, that knew how to hack it. I gave it to him for a weekend, and he brought it back to me with a hundred plus games on it. So, 
last couple of weeks i've been uh dabbling in that arena which uh, has been pretty cool for sure uh, a lot of good games i picked one up myself and good for you yeah and i actually went oh gosh i think it was the night that we recorded last or maybe it was the day after and i was just like okay i've got i've got the money i'm gonna find this stupid thing and i actually i went to four different walmarts i actually traveled about uh 20 minutes over to like this small shipburg i thought for sure they would have them and they didn't and Uh then uh, went over to all the two closest to my house and then there's a third one that's within uh, the city I live in, and it's, like, on the far side of town, but it's, like, where all the crackheads, and, you know, it's it's not nice. And I figured, nah, it's not going to be there, so I didn't even go there. I actually drove out of town before I went to that one. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll check it, last resort, and they had just bukus of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Like, literally stacked up on top. I considered getting two because I do want to hack one much like you did. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I want to hack the one I have, you know. Uh, yeah. kind of sh- want to keep it stock. My thought is if I find one like someone is selling loose, I'll hack that. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're cheap enough, too. And they're only like 78 bucks. They're cheap enough. Maybe I should just buy another boxed one and hack it. I don't know. but Yeah, that's, that's what I did. It's worth it, man. Oh, yeah, because there's, there's a lot of games on the SNES I still don't own that I, I don't want to shell out huge yeah. amounts of money for. Most notably, like, Lufia 2 uh, would be a I big one. I got that one. Well, for sure. And, yeah. like, and like super, Death of Superman and, like, Spider-Man versus Carnage, or Spider-Man, Carnage, oh, yeah. Venom but Carnage. I've got those. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Those are expensive games. I've been wanting to buy those. Are like they 50 expensive? Bucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. I tried to. I was going to buy... Maybe they're not 50. Maybe like in the 30s or 40s, but mm-hmm. they're, you know, for what they are, like I'm not going to play them for more than a few minutes. Right, 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 right. I mean, I've tried. I, I tried playing them. Those are hard. Well, Superman's yeah. a hard-ass game. For sure. Know. Yeah, I know Earthbound's <sighs> up there, but I, that was on it, and I have an original yeah. copy, and like EVO yeah. is a really hard one and a great game. Uh, yeah. I think it's up over 400 bucks now, so... Yeah, so I download, it's one of the ones the the kid gave me. So oh, cool, we got cool. a lot. Sounds we like a cool lot. kid. You should have him on the show. Maybe, maybe once he turns eighteen, maybe he'll see if he wants to come <laughs> on. It's only a sophomore. <laughs> wild, wild. He would yeah. even know anything about the Super Nintendo to me. That's just crazy because that's what we were oh, playing yeah. when I was in like eighth grade. We weren't even playing Super Nintendo by the time I was a sophomore in high school. That was like a thing of the past, you know. Yeah. Well, and, he. Uh, I noticed on his phone he had like every Game Boy game ever. I was like, yeah. "How'd you do that?" I'm like, "Can you do it to my phone?" He's like, "He tried, but I guess my phone's too old." So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep this in mind though." And then, oh, bam, yeah. I got the new system, and he knew everything. I was like, "All right." Yeah, yeah, those Good Game kid. Boy games, man. That you can fit all those on on just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's only like ten of them worth owning anyway, so you might as well just buy the originals. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully Nintendo comes out with another classic. Uh, Game Boy Classic or SNES or Nintendo 64 Classic. I'm thinking or it's gonna have to be uh, Game Boy. Game Boy, yeah. That'd be cool if they could have it both handheld and able to hook up to your TV and just have like 200 games. I mean, you can fit just. I'm thinking like you said 30 or 40. The thing is with it is like a lot of the good games for the Game Boy are owned already by Nintendo. Um, yeah, <clears throat> a lot of the good games for the N64 are through like Rare 
and these yeah. other companies like rare especially rare is not going to do anything for nintendo ever again um, no. so you're not going to see your conquer's bad fur day or your banjo twoies or any of that shit so is golden eye rare yeah golden eye is also yeah. rare yeah man. so <laughs> yeah you're just not going to see any of any of that stuff That's it'd true. be like you could make an n64 mini and it would have like the two zeldas is an obvious um gosh. wave runner yeah, Pilot sure. Rings. Stuff like that. The uh, Mario sixty four, uh, maybe a couple of the Mario parties, Diddy Kong Racing, uh, yeah. Mario Donkey Kart sixty four. Everything sixty four would be on there. Yeah, well, Shadowgate sixty four might not be, but yeah, uh, yeah. or Castlevania sixty four. It depends on who they can get licensing from. You know, they did get some third party stuff for the other two systems. It's mm-hmm. just you know. And and would you really want Castlevania sixty four? I mean, no one would. No. So it's not a it's not a draw. It's like no, that's the whole thing. It, your draw would be probably Goldeneye and like having four controllers, but yeah. you couldn't have Goldeneye and right, right. Four controllers would be kind of expensive unless it came prepackaged. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that, that that's controller the itself is pretty expensive too. So yeah, you're talking one hundred and fifty bucks for this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and mostly in controllers. Yeah. So Game Boy it is. We made the decision. Nintendo executives, right. if you're listening, there you go. Yeah, write us that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put us in. Oh, man, I know, like, earlier in the week I had all these topics that I was going to be, like, I was going to jump on, and I should have wrote them down because now I'm just drawing an effing blank. Uh, other than, you know, what we've already discussed, yeah, I haven't been up to much, uh, up to and including uh, playing the game that we were supposed to be doing this month. Uh, I I know you you wrote me about uh, mid-month, I think, or, or not mid-month, but mid-month for us, like day 15 of 30 that we have to like play these games before we record. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you said, I haven't even started it yet. And I was like, I've only played a few hours. <laughs> and, yeah. And the reason being, um, I don't know about you, James. I mean, it was your suggestion. I kind of rolled with it because I, I was curious to see personally. I was like, you know what? Uh, Final Fantasy VIII was one of these games that was like unreasonably disappointing at the time. Because yeah. I remember, James, going specifically going to Blockbuster because uh, I believe it was Brave Fencer Musashi had came out. And it had in it a demo disc for Final Fantasy VIII. I'm pretty sure that was, it was one of those games. I think it was Brave Fencer. And Blockbuster advertised that they, if you came down to Blockbuster, they had set up, not Brave Fencer, but the demo disc for Final Fantasy VIII. And it had a line. That's funny. I get, I, I went there specifically to check the game out and it had a fucking line. Line? That's weird. That's, I mean, role-playing games, you don't, you don't know how much you can get out of a demo. It's almost better to have, like, well, sure. video playing on loop. But you, want to talk about. you remember what a phenomenon 7 was. You know, people oh, tend to forget course. 7 was huge. I mean, it... it you ask it your brought, average... Like, no, yeah. I was going to say, it brought non-RPGers to RPGs. Exactly right. And... And you could tell a lot of these people at the time, you know, like when a lot of these people started getting into RPGs and I saw them play seven, I'd be like, oh, you know, there's other Final Fantasies too. You could try this one or this one or whatever. And you know, those are good or whatever, but they wanted more of that same formula, more Final Fantasy seven, you know, 
Magnatech futuristic stuff, which 6 is pretty good about that, but it's got the sprite work instead of the 3D or whatever. And, you know, they wanted more of that. And no matter what, a lot of these people back then anyway, now it's a little easier, but back then I would tell, like, some of my jock friends that, you know, only knew RPGs through Final Fantasy VII and be like, you know what else is a great RPG? And I'd say this or this or this. Nah, I don't want to play that. But if it was marked Final Fantasy, they'd give it at least a try. And 8 comes after 7, so 8 must be better, you know, kind of thing. And, yeah, that was just it. Even I was eating up that hype because I played through 7, loved it at the time. Going back, I don't love it as much. Still a great game. Don't get me wrong. Don't shoot me, Brent, Nick, whatever. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, 8, I went, I remember going to Blockbuster, waiting in line to play this thing. It was only like 3 or 4 deep, but still, I'm literally waiting behind people, and I'm watching over the shoulder to see what they're doing, you know, and everyone gets a couple minutes or whatever to play it. And I I start playing, I think, gosh, these, these graphics are pretty terrible or whatever and i i think i even later talked to like the guy that was like manning the thing or behind the counter or whatever and he was like oh yeah but those are early graphics it's gonna look way better than that and they really didn't they no they they look about on par to uh to final fantasy 7 maybe a little less than i would even say um oh, okay the the only things that I really liked about Final Fantasy VIII was the uh, the, the cutscenes. Uh-huh. And for years, I would show people like showcasing what the PlayStation could do. I would show people that opening cutscene with uh, uh, I keep wanting to call him Cloud uh, Seifer and so that's so uh, Sogol no. Leon at uh, Squall. Oh, there it is. There we get that. And fighting and, like, Renoa, like, with the flowers and them floating on the breeze all fucking, you know, Forrest Gump style or whatever. And, you know, it looked really beautiful. This time around, you know, and and I remember, like, pitting that, I would say, I would pit that imagery against pretty much anything on the PlayStation 2. It looks every bit as good as or close enough. This time I popped it in, man, and I'm like, you know, and I'm playing on the CRT. I was I didn't try and play it through an HD. You know, I mean, I know better than mm-hmm. that. Uh, and I'm playing it through an old CRT, like like it was intended to be played, and uh, through original hardware and everything. And it did not look that great. You know, it looked okay, mm-hmm. but it was I was kind of just well, maybe it's just PlayStation games in general that aren't sprite based just don't impress me at all anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm just that spoiled. Um, cause the same is true for final fantasy seven. It was true for nine when I went to replay that. And that's one of my absolute favorite final fantasy games. Um, and it still, it, it looked rough and, uh, an eight looked real rough. And then like everything that I hated about the game as I'm playing, it just comes flooding back. <laughs> you know, I, I love the music. We'll start with what I love. The music is amazing. Um, I'm really hard pressed right now. I like I liked at the time the animations for all the different aeons or whatever it is they call them. And the, uh, I know they have a different guardians or something. I can't remember what they call them. Uh, but uh, I liked you know Diablo. I remember that one in particular was really cool. Uh, and then everything else, man. I hate the system. I hate the characters. <laughs> I hate the storyline. Um, oh. oh. It's a good choice for us to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the the main characters. The the first thing I noticed even as a kid was they're all bland. 
You know, as much as I complain that, like, Seven has a literal talking dog and a guy in a cat suit, at least that's fucking interesting. You know, that's different. That's mm-hmm. different from the norm. Everybody in, in Eight is just a guy. I mean, granted, yeah, the main character is, like, a, a total douchebag guy that wears a half jacket with a fucking gun blade, which is, like, the dumbest weapon that was ever conceived ever. But... You know, he looks like the type of guy that you would definitely like in high school. You would have beat up. He just he's got that haircut. He's got the he's wearing gloves for no reason. You know, just like the all too skinny jeans. And then every other character you got Zell, Quintus, they they're just people. You know, no one. Yeah. You don't look at like maybe Zell a little bit. You go like, okay, that guy. Like if he if he had a class just based off his look, maybe Zell would be like an acrobat. And what Quintus is like, uh, dominatrix, uh, Renoa is girl next door and Squall is like emo douchebag. I don't, it's like, I don't know. You know, it's like most other RPGs, people have a set role. And as much as I like making people into whatever it is I want them to be, you know, <laughs> maybe even go against grain a little bit and you, you turn your, uh, you know, the guy that looks like he should be a bruiser into more of a mage or something like that, he still looks better as a bruiser uh, or plays better as a bruiser or whatever. Um, Makes more sense. You know, you got an old guy with a white beard, you know, it's like, oh, that guy's obviously a fucking mage, you know, kind of thing. This doesn't really have that. I don't look at any of these characters and go, okay, this guy is this, that guy is that. And it to me, it took away from the game a little bit. Um, Just because... None of them felt like they had a an, an, an identity uh, as such. They're just like high school kids, which, okay, I guess that's cool, but <clears throat> that's not Final Fantasy. Because yeah. I can't think of another Final Fantasy that didn't have like wildly different characters. I mean, Final Fantasy 1 even, you chose specifically by class, but it was like fighter, mage, thief, blah, blah, blah. This one, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, be whatever you want to be, which, okay, that's fine, but maybe a gentle nudge in a direction or just something to differentiate the characters other than like a face tattoo, you know, or like cute glasses or whatever. <coughs> I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, I've never been more excited to play a game in my life, and I... I swear to God, I saw it on the uh, iTunes or iOS. Yeah. But I must have been going through a Mandela effect or something because it wasn't there. It, I don't know. So I, that's why I didn't play it because I couldn't. I tried downloading it on PlayStation 4. It wasn't there. So I was like, how the fuck am I going to play this game? What's well, on? And then the next, PS3, next thing I know, it's like, yeah, that's what I, I figured. I was like, well, I can get my PS3 out and do this. And then the next thing I know, it's like, we're one week away from recording, and I'm like, oh, screw this. Yeah. So that's why I'm relying on you and your expertise. I, I played it expertise. like once or twice when I was like in my friend's house next door. I started a game, played for probably like about an hour, and then I was just kind of like, nah, I'll oh, go no. do something else. It does everything um, wrong, man. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, listen to the systems. I don't know if you remember how they go, but like one of the things it does is you draw magic from enemies or these like draw wells or draw springs type things and you draw so many uses of that magic i think it can go all the way up to 99 and now you can use that spell those amount of times and if you don't have it if you haven't drawn that magic or you run out of it you can't cast that spell anymore that's fine it's not great but okay 
right? But then you take that magic and you equip it to different things to make, like, if you want your attack to go higher, like, equip fire magic, Uh, you know, weird shit like that. And then if you start using the magic, that number will go down. So as you're using magic, whatever uh, stat you have it equipped for goes down. So it boons you not to use magic. It just makes no sense. And it also... It also doesn't want you to fight because if you kill enemies and you gain levels, the enemies level up with you. Uh, when this game first came out, my friend bought it, and we we learned one way or another, I don't remember if it was internet or through the strategy guide, that enemies will level up with you. So his he was kind of a quirky dude, but his first inclination was, well, then I'll just get to level 99 right here in the first area. And he just walked around the beach in circles killing these crabs, I think, until he got to 99. It took him a while, <clears throat> and he thought, okay, the rest of the game should be you know cake now. And no, it made the game terrible because everything is like uber powerful and, you know, he didn't have any good magic because he hadn't played through the game. The best way to play through the game is not to attack shit. And it just, it doesn't feel right. This is a role playing game. You know, you get to certain points in the game where you go, okay, this boss is way too tough. I need to grind out a couple levels. That's how role playing games fucking work. That's what we were taught up to this point. And this one says, don't do that. Enemies will be way easier if you don't level and you draw from the later wellsprings like you get to that ultima wellspring and you start drawing off of it and and then you fight the the last guy at level 20 instead of level 99 um just no i don't want to play an rpg like that then we get to it's dumb as fuck (laughs) then you get to the storyline which James. <laughs> is that good? There's a good card game somewhere in here. But I'll get to that. <laughs> there is... There's a point in the game, and it's pretty famous. It's been, it's been dogged on forever, but where everyone literally has a revelation, and they're, they're, you're never given a reason. Um, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> they, uh, all, all the kids in question that all join you to go on this little quest. Turns out you all grew up together in an orphanage. Okay. Oh yeah. That's coming back. And no one remembered. Uh, I don't know why I know that. And because everyone died. It's the stupidest <laughs> shit. I remember. Maybe I saw that on like some. I'm 37 of, uh, years old. Completionist or something. Right. I'm 37. Yeah. <laughs> if I meet a, in anyone, you know, especially some bastard named Squall Leon. Yeah. <clears throat> as a kid. That name's gonna that name's gonna resonate when I'm a teenager, some six eight years later, or whatever. Um, you know, I remember most of the kids from my grade school now, and I'm you know double Squall's perceived age in this game. Uh, it just didn't make any sense. The only bastard that remembered was Seifer, <clears throat> the uh, the guy that flip flops between being good and bad throughout the game. Uh, the other gunblade wielder looks like Kiefer Sutherland wearing, uh, like, just a detective's, uh, which, duster. And he, I, I hate his character, too. I just, I just, the whole idea of gunblades is so 
goddamn fucking stupid. It just let's attach a fucking let's make a sword and then put a fucking gun on it because why? Yeah. And then the way that that <laughs> fucking handle is bent, um, you you go ahead and you you hold the pistol grip with a blade on it that weighs you know looks to be at least twenty pounds at least it's probably closer to thirty. It's a big fucking meat cleaver looking thing. Swing yeah. swing that at someone holding that handle and see what it does to your wrist. Eh, fucking retarded. <laughs> And then, yeah, let's just put a gun on there, too. If you're going to use a yeah. gun, use a gun. You know, they, they put bayonets on the end of rifles. That's that's the closest you need to be to yeah. a gun blade. It's just the dumbest shit. How can we make the sword more dangerous? Ah, yeah, and then it doesn't even do it. that much. You you can hit the button at, a, like, a certain time, kind of like uh, uh, Mario RPG. Oh, and yeah. it'll, it'll deal a little more damage. Not not a lot. Like you have to hit it right at a certain point in the swing, and like he'll you know fire or whatever, and you're like, okay, you know, how much better would it be if he just stood back and just had two pistols and was just pa 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 pa, you know, Vincent style or something, way better. But yeah, no. or you have the option <clears throat> like for fly, flying enemies, you go to the gun, and you know, sure, close anything. enemies, you go to the sword. Anything. Yeah. It's just the dumbest shit. Everything about this game was just so <laughs> dumb. Now the music is great. Again, and the card game. We'll get into that. Yeah. There's a card game in this game. This is, I believe, yeah, this is the first time Final Fantasy did this. We, you can walk up to the average just Joe and press the square button. And anybody? Anybody. 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 Oh. And if they don't <laughs> if they don't play cards, they'll either have a prompt that says, like, hey, I don't play cards, or, or nothing will happen at all. Um, but if they do play cards, they'll say something like, I've only been playing a little while, or hey, I'm pretty good, and I'll give you a run for your money, or whatever, and then you play them. And you play this game that's like a 6x6 grid, I think. Uh, There's different ones later on, or something. And then you have these cards. It's a very simple game. Whoever gets to go first uh, gets to place a card, and on each side of the card, it's given a number. uh, Or a letter later on, I believe there's A and S, I think, too. And it's mm-hmm. like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, A, and then S, I think is the way it goes. S is just like the best you can do, I think. And I may be wrong, it may only go to A. It's been a while since I played that far into the game. <clears throat> well, you place your card down into this grid, and on each side of your card you'll have one of those numbers or letters. That represents your both your attack and your defense on that side. And then they can lay a card down next to it, that has a higher attack than what your defense is, and it will take that card. It'll flip it to their color. Say one is red and one is blue, just by example. And then there's other factors later on, such as like element effects. Some things will deal double double damage to others or some fool thing like that. And little nuances. And yeah, it's, it's just really cool. It's very simple. Like, doesn't take you very long to get into, and you will lose yourself in this game. I played it for three hours this playthrough. Jesus. Yeah, which equates for most of the time that I played the game. Because once I got in the combat and stuff, it was like it was like that scene from, uh, not Flatliners, what was that Kevin Bacon movie in the 80s where there's all those kids that got molested, and they, they all repressed it, and then like... Footloose. They, <laughs> yes, it was definitely <laughs> Footloose. 
and yeah, then later on in life, it all comes back to them, and they uh, they go to kill the. I think it was Catholic priests or whatever, but um, <clears throat> tremors, tremors. I believe it was tremors. Uh, yeah, uh, Animal House. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, it uh, it was like that. You know, I hadn't played this game in so long, but I remember just the supreme disappointment. Um, of not just the demo, but actually getting to play it finally. And, you know, I, I'm such a Final Fantasy fan, and I was a young kid, mm. and I drug my ass through this game, and I, I, I got everything there was to get. And, you know, the one thing that I really enjoyed was the card game, and everything else just felt like a chore. Um, up to and including there's a, like a Chuckabo system that never... Made it here to the states, which uh, was confusing um, because we were supposed to get something akin to what the Dreamcast had, which was like a little, you know, uh, memory card thing that you could see your Chuckabo and like feed it and level it up and do different things. <laughs> and you get like an indication of that in the game when you first find your Chuckabo, that um, like it it actually lets you name it, I think. And it has stats, but then, like, they don't do anything with it in the game because we never got that secondary product. So just a lot of disappointment all around with this game. It sold well, of course. Mm -hmm. um, Because of 7. Because of 7. It was Final Fantasy 8. And, you know, it just left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like, when when I did play 9, it was just like, oh, thank God. They just, like, totally went back to the way it should have been all along in my opinion and totally redeemed themselves 10 for what it was was a great game 11 12 13 they just they shit the brick again and i really like 10 10 gets some criticism but i like 10 it's got some really bad animation for its era yeah but other than that the play mechanics and stuff were all solid i like the diversity of characters oran's a badass you know i like waka because all i could hear when he's talking is fucking bender you know, it's like, oh, that's Bender from Futurama. That's cool. Yeah, that was a good game. And I like it came around. Oh, yeah, I like Blitzball. It came around during, like, a real important time, a crucial point in my life where I, like, just went away to college. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of by myself, and I had, like, 10 to kind of play around with while I was acclimating to my new environment. Oh, it was kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. Very nice. Yeah. yeah we... Good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I liked how you could play with like all your characters at once. It's like you had to have three in the out. front, but everyone was there, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like, "Are oh, you guys hang out here? We're gonna go save the world." Which it's makes like, no, you're yeah. all yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, totally more sense because yeah, and you had to switch them out because you needed different characters for different things. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just like play the same three. It was like, oh, flying character, got to put Waka in to throw something at him, right? Or and, Lulu to cast yeah. magic or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was good. It was a good game. Yeah, yeah, kind of making me want to play that. Uh, eight doesn't have any of that. All the characters are bland. They're however you want to build them. You pick the three or whatever that you want to play as, and that's all you'll play throughout the whole game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I, I really don't ever want to play it again. Um, is it worth it? I'm still <laughs> going to give it the thumbs up. Um, you know why? Because mm. you can get this game. Like you said, you had trouble finding it, but it's on PSN. If you can get a physical copy still for like less than 10 bucks. like Yeah, I'm going to buy one just so I can say I have it. Exactly. Like it's on my shelf. It looks nice. You know, uh, yeah. it's, I don't know. Like it's not something I'll, I'll probably ever play again. Like, I like Triple Triad. It's almost worth playing through the game to do that because as you progress through the game, you meet better and better players, and a lot of them have, like, unique cards. 
mm-hmm. that's what I spent the first three hours doing was like playing all the people in the the college that you start at and working my way up to the professor to be able to uh, to beat him because I believe he has a unique card. Uh, oh, I think it's like a wedge and uh, what's his name? Uh, Vixen wedge or whatever. And uh, okay. it's a good card. And yeah, as you go through, you get like there's a singleton cards that you can get for like every summon, every character in the game that's important, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's really mm-hmm. neat. Um, Nine also had a card game that was far inferior, unfortunately, to the uh, card game that was in eight. Um, I forget what it's even called. Uh, I still played the hell out of that, too. It's not nearly as good. I don't even remember the mechanics of it. But Triple Triad is the shit. Um they really need to release that as just, and they did for eleven on Final Fantasy eleven. You could play Triple Triad, but it didn't affect the main game at all, so no one really played it. But mm-hmm. uh, it'd be cool if they had just released like a little disc where you could just just play Triple Triad like online and buy packs and stuff. I'd I'd be into it. I, I'd play that. I feel like I've seen it like on iOS. Like it's not that called that, but it's called something different. Yeah, it was, um, it was like I was saying on. Uh, I, I guessed it on uh, what's his name, uh, Brent Nick show, the RPG show, and uh, we were talking about uh, Skylanders. I was playing with my daughter, and there's a game on there called uh, something Stones, I think Sky Stones, and it is exactly Triple Triad, the exact same hmm. fucking game. The only difference is instead of numbers on each corner or on each side rather you have a number of arrows and other than that it is literally exactly the same um <laughs> and it's just as fun except it's with skylander characters and yeah, if you lose on skylanders you don't lose a card like in final fantasy 8 if you lose whoever you lose against takes your best card or the perceived best card mm-hmm. from your deck so yeah there's a lottery setting when playing it on on final fantasy 8 um but yeah, this is a uh, hello and welcome to Is It Worth It? Uh, <laughs> yes, you just heard our uh, entire open. podcast there. Uh, sorry about not introducing the show. Um, nope, but that's that's the way of it. You can <laughs> splice that in later. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, Brent was making fun of us, like, oh, you'll be 40 minutes in, and then you know you'll hear that shit and be like, oh yeah, you you guys never did. Uh, do that and you know if I remember to do it we'll do it but yeah this is the show where we talk about games and tell you whether or not we think it's worth it for their price I'm your host Blaine J and with me is James Mulholland and I think we're about to sign out <laughs> we're getting there man we've been recording now for oh, about 52 minutes 52 yeah, minutes that's something a, like that that's about a show I mean I I know Josh Watts like he he's a defender of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, and uh, I wish he was here so that he could like say what he liked about it. I think he said he actually liked the draw system, which I don't know how you could. Um, I absolutely hate that system. I would much prefer like the, the nine system, where like you put points into something until you learn it, and then you know it costs a certain amount of MP, and then you could use it as many times as you want, kind of thing, rather than draw it from enemies or a spring and then you know if oh if you didn't get enough and the thing about drawing it from a spring that i didn't mention like you find the spring that gives you ultima for instance you can draw from it and you draw from it a couple times and the spring runs dry 
and you have to come back like several in-game hours later and it'll be back up and you can draw from it a few more times but it's so rare I think there's only like one or two places in the game that you can actually do that and it's you know the best spell and meanwhile if you cast it that your number goes down so the stats that it's bolstering go down and it's just dumb and I hate it <laughs> I just hate it I I don't like eight I like the music a lot it's great um, and triple trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know there's some people that are like, I'm not listening to this show anymore. Not only could they not play the game, but Blaine Blaine talked shit about it the whole time. Sorry, guys. Like I was saying, my time is finite. I just got a PS4. I just got my SNES Classic. I'm not going to sit here and (coughs) play some game that disappointed me when I was a a kid. (laughs) Like, all the way through. Because it's like an 80-hour game. You know, I remember, like, really putting time into this game. And I'm not going to play all the way through something like that when I've got, like, legit good things to play. You know, new things, things that I'm, like, eager to get on, you know, and stuff. And, yeah, so, anyway, for the next show, do you want to try and grab yourself a copy of Resident Evil 7 and we can get Bjorn on the stick? I will do that uh, right now. I think that's going to be my my spring break is Resident Evil 7. Dude, you're going to love it. I think we should also plan to do something on the SNES Classic, maybe once. Uh, yeah, whatever you maybe want. Maybe for the next one, and then eventually we'll actually. I want to play Final Fantasy Nine through, but we'll do that in a, in a while. Yeah, and, and so. we got to get to all these these ones that actually uh, people voted on at some point. <laughs> yeah, at some point we'll get to those. I promise. I, promise. I don't think we're gonna ever do the voting system again because. Like, as much as I love you guys, like, you guys picked, like, a lot of, like, really in-depth, long RPGs that I was like, really? I was hoping you wouldn't pick that. (laughs) I think that's how they chose stuff, was just, which game is the longest? We'll have them play that. Yeah, and and there are a couple in there I really want to get to. Like, I've been wanting to play uh, Xenoblade Chronicles since it came out. Uh, It's just finding, like, I think Saiten said he put over 100 hours or something in that game. And... From the looks of it, it'd be like right up my alley, and I think I would be that same guy putting a hundred hours in, into it. So, like, that might be something that we'll have to do over the summer when you know you uh, have time for it. And yeah, 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 yeah definitely, yeah, yeah definitely. But, but for right now, I want to I want to do something that's quick and easy. I've already played through seven, but I, I could play through again at a higher difficulty, or maybe do some of the uh, the DLC because there's all kinds of DLC for this that are effectively other games. And yeah, they they look pretty cool. But man, such a great game. Very very chilling. Very graphically, it 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 really got to me. I don't think I could play the motherfucker on VR like they intended. I just bought it, so it's coming to my house. It'll be here in two days. Oh sweet! What'd you pay for it? Boom, twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight bucks. I know. On Amazon. Ah, I was gonna say you could just go to Walmart. It's nineteen dollars at Walmart. Oh god. <laughs> They'll mail it to me. Fair enough. I don't know how mm. plentiful Walmarts are in your neck of the woods. Over here, like they're almost literally across the street from one another. It's ridiculous. Uh, mine are fairly spread out, but they're in weird neighborhoods that I prefer not to prefer travel. not to go to. I got you. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true of any neighborhood here. I, I don't even like going outside, but. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Cool. So I'll uh, I'll shoot Bjorn a message, or maybe he'll just hear this and be like, "Hey, cool." Because I I did notice I saw him on a PSN network that he's he's currently playing through it. So 
so yeah, we he he sent me the message that said he'd like to join us if we do did the episode. I was like, yeah, I'd love to do an episode on that because it's a fucking great game and I'd love to talk about it. Uh, very some very scary stuff throughout that game. Uh, you're you're really gonna love it, James. Uh, I guarantee it. You know, it was overhyped for me, and I still fucking loved it. So I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Um. What else? If you should, I don't know. If you want to reach his stuff, if you want to reach me, I'm at retrokel at Twitter. That's K H E L. If you want to reach James, he's at Good Buddy James. Uh, you can find us both at retrogamecore.com. Um, that's core spelled C R P S. Damn sure seems like there's something I'm missing. Of course, listen to our friends at the RPG show over uh, on their network. They do God's work. Oh, me and Brent are probably going to be doing soon. Uh, another episode of Video Games the Movie over the movie Existence, which is a really creepy video game based film that came out in like 2000 ish. Uh, I remember it being very good. Uh, it probably is not. That's <laughs> most of the things <laughs> I'm nostalgic about from that era that I go back and watch. You know, like I was really big into. And I don't want to dog on it, but like, like I loved the Boondock Saints. It was my favorite movie. I go back and watch it now. I find all kinds of flaws with it and stuff. Still a fine film, but yeah. <clears throat> and anything sci-fi, I go back and watch, except for Next Generation, which still holds up. Uh, I've found a lot of flaws with even like my beloved uh, Back to the Future movies and stuff. I found some stuff in there. I was just like, nah. And I refuse to rewatch The Goonies because I know if I do, it'll kill all my childhood memories. <laughs> You know what I have left. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Anything else you want to throw out there, James? I don't think so, man. I'm just trying to see. I saw Black Panther. That was an amazing movie. Yeah, I need see to see that. that. Yeah, go, go see that movie. I'll pirate it. Yeah, or pirate it, I guess. Although, <laughs> you know, the guy that directed that movie, he and I were at Sac State together at the same time. Going to oh, college. really? In the same like major too. We both majored in business. So wild. I probably walked by that guy a few times or had some classes with him. I don't know. Uh, yeah, good movie. I don't know. Things, hmm. things are going well. David's doing well. Mm-hmm. How's Caroline? She doing well? Yeah, we we all keep getting sick, which is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like yesterday <laughs> and right now even. Uh, coughing so much I couldn't hardly breathe. It's just ridiculous. And every time I think I got it licked, it comes back. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's doing good. She's getting big. Her and uh, her and I are going to be flying out to Idaho next month at toward the end of the month. So we'll record the show before I go, and I'll go for a week to visit my sisters. And they haven't met Caroline yet, so that's kind of a big deal. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, called my dad. He uh-huh. lives in Washington. Uh, my biological dad. I hadn't seen him in a long time, and he's not doing the greatest. I said, hey, I. You know, if you can, you know, maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle, figure something out. But I'd like you to meet Caroline. So he's going to try and maybe make it out, too. And yeah, so that's that's really good. Really looking forward to that. So, yeah, things looking up. This is so far this year, at least in my personal life, the outside world is going to shit. But my personal life has been pretty decent this year as opposed to 2017, which was just just a shit fest the whole time. But yeah, anyway, uh, I don't have anything else. James, he's uh, riding his horse around the town there. and Yeah, it's going well. Softball's going well. I guess we're two and two right now. I don't know. Yeah. That's about uh, it. Yeah. We're good. All right, well, uh, 
I guess until then, uh, keep it retro. We'll see you next time. See you next time, everyone. (laughs) Bye.